Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A quick trio of things to talk about. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Oh, I do enjoy a trio. It's a throuple. It's a throuple of things to talk about. I saw somebody uh, making the argument on your Twitter the other day about why clearly polygamy should be legal. And what was their main argument? Uh, there's nothing to stop consenting adults from having a three-way legal uh, partnership. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legally speaking, no, I don't have any problem with that legally. I don't care. Why would I care? Oh, really? What's next? Marion dogs? But in terms of like, (laughs) (laughs) in terms of like, you know, is that the natural state of man or whatever? I think uh, uh, the worst feelings you've ever had in the world, whenever you find out your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife has been with somebody else, I don't think that that's an accident that you have those tor- horrible, tortured feelings that they're with somebody else. I mean, that, that, I think that's the way we're designed, is to have right. one, them be with you and you be with them. And when it doesn't go that way, it's very painful. I got sucked into a New York Times review of this book some gal put out. Um, I thought you were about to say I got sucked into a throuple once. <laughs> no, no. Um, this, this gal and her husband decided on an open marriage, and it was uh, – uh, she's writing about it and sexually extremely explicit, this book, apparently. Um, but it also details lots and lots of misery and jealousy and resentment and and her begging her husband, can we just have a regular marriage again? Him saying, no way. And so she going off and having another affair and whatever. And it's just, I, I read this account, which was the tone of it in the New York Times fashion is, you know, anything that's not like the traditional hidebound religious marriage thing is a good thing. Right. Uh, but it sounded to me like a prescription for how to be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, and. And to get a venereal disease. Unless you're built a different way than most of us, it, it would be horrible anyway. But you'd have to both be into it at the same level and have both have the same level of success, I would think. If like one yes. of you, if you both agree, let's do this, but you're just not doing that well and the other one's doing really well. I would think that'd be really rough. Katie? 
Oh, I, I, you guys are taking me. I ended up in a very bizarre situation with uh, when I was single. I went to a bar, and the bartender was very cute, very handsome young man. We ended up exchanging numbers, <laughs> and he text messaged me, and and asked me if I would like to go to lunch with him and his girlfriend. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And that was how I found out what being polyamorous is, I believe. So okay. he he yeah. and his girlfriend wanted to proposition me to be part of their throuple, and to that I said, "No, thank you." It was, but it was yeah. it was very weird, and it was hard to not feel judgmental to turn that down you know i didn't want to go oh hell no what the, what's wrong with you guys but then you know i don't know it's very strange right and they're you know like the 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 gal who wrote the book or the reviewer i'm talking about would probably say well that's because you've been socialized to believe that there's only one right. way to structure blah 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 yeah right. those Close strong minded. emotions that you get when you find out you're the person you're with has been with somebody else those those aren't social constructs i don't think no, no, no. I was at a party one time, 4th of July party, many, many years ago. Gladys, do you play them? Thank you, Gladys. Gladys tried a thru- thruple in 1928. Very, <laughs> oh, yeah, with, I mean, with Charles Lindbergh and Herbert Hoover. Yeah. She's nobody always kind of struck me as a horn dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I was, uh, uh, I was married at the time, and a uh, wife came to me and said, um, uh, the guy who threw this party wanted to know if we want to join him and his wife for a uh, a swapping situation hmm. which she was not interested in and i wasn't interested in, and we were just shocked that he had uh, proposed that idea hmm. i wonder how often people say yes it is so hard for me to wrap my mind around doing something like that i know you're either built that way or you're not i guess yeah yeah, and the whole it seemed like a good idea at first. Right. <laughs> seems That phrase seems written for this situation. And how often do these ideas come up when people are wasted? Oh, yeah, everybody was wasted in this particular scenario. Yeah. Not wasted enough to think, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, that actually wasn't any of the three stories that we were going to talk about, so this ends up being a four-way. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, first, this clip about f- phones, <laughs> phones and schools, which I haven't heard this. Go ahead, Michael. Not as many visits to the bathroom, uh, not staying as long, and students are held accountable. And then when there's accountability, uh, you see a, a great difference. We're trying to educate students. Like, we all have cell phones now. We have to learn to use them. We have to learn when to put them down. Yeah, that's a tough thing. We still haven't worked out um, in schools. I guess we're feeling our way along. For a while, they just kind of let every kid have phones and watches. Then they cracked down on it. But there's a backlash among some parents. Like, I don't, doesn't bother me if my kid can't get a hold of me or I can't get a hold of them while they're at school. I survived. They'll survive. But a lot of parents really hate the idea of being out of contact with their kid and vice versa while they're at school. Yes, Michael? Yeah, this story actually is about them removing mirrors out of restrooms at the middle schools. And the reason is because the kids were using them for TikTok. And so they had to take... Ah. Yeah. So that's how it's going. Oh, my which gosh. Fits, really? Which fits in with the phones thing. Right. Because if you didn't have your dang phone at school, you wouldn't be making TikTok videos in the mirror. <sighs> All this stuff has got to go. We need to prioritize <laughs> math and reading. And yes. anything that gets in the way of that has got to go. There you go. A good, simple test. Uh, okay. So that's that story. Um, uh, one one other story. Uh I mentioned this on the radio show. I got a phone call from Hertz that they're charging me $1,350 for a damage to the windshield that I don't think I did or I don't think even existed. But I got to figure out a way to prove that it didn't, I guess, or something. And uh, and I'd heard this tip and I was aware of this tip, but I just didn't take the time when I was in a hurry to walk around the car. Although you'd have to, I don't think I would have been... I don't think I would have been careful enough to get a video of the car anyway that would have picked this up as some sort of chip in the windshield. Unless, unless I'm going to spend like 15 minutes going over, maybe even longer, over every part of the car for any scratch or dent. Top, bottom, front, back, every window, every part of it, like square inch by square inch. I don't know how I'm going to document it anyway. Right. Uh, the, almost only the windshield would be too much. I mean, if you had a super high res that you could zoom in on from just the right angle, but it's tough to prove a negative. Yeah, exactly. From a a, a photograph. Anyway, uh, what I was going to bring up, and I'm not saying this because I don't want to get sued, but uh, if you search "name your rental car company and scam," uh, there are certain car companies that come up a lot that they are very aggressive in charging people for damage because cars get damaged from being driven around as we all know all of our cars do mm-hmm. they got a stick sure. they want to stick they don't have to but they want to stick somebody with a bill for all of it well who doesn't enjoy a nice fishing expedition that's my only comment <laughs> you know the more i think about it since if you drive a car you know this it gets a little dinged up just through life even if you're very careful kick mm-hmm. up a rock here door ding there in the parking lot or whatever that just happens so the rental car companies, some of them more aggressively than others, have decided somebody's got to pay for that every single time? All right. Yes, that is a charitable 
description of what might be happening. Uh, and, and it could be somewhere between that and this. You hit virtually everybody up with a smallish, hey, there's a chip out of the door. We're sorry, but that's a $250 charge. You hit everybody with that. You're going to get at least a third of people say, oh, my God, that's too bad, whatever, and don't dispute it, and they pay. Right. It's a nice revenue stream. Yeah. Gosh, that's slimy. I'll look into it and get back to you. See if I can avoid 1350 bucks. That's a lot. Yeah, modern windshields with their sensors, etc. Yeah. And the final uh, thing is, this is... Uh, something I've known about you for a long time. Joe, you're allergic to some sort of fruit, but I don't remember it. What fruit are you allergic to, and what's the deal? Well, raw fruit, like pitted fruits, like peaches and plums and stuff, and apples. But not strawberries? It's, it's not It's not an allergy specifically. It's called oral inflammation syndrome or something like that. It's one of the sugars in it sets off like your mouth and your throat lining. Huh, because my son has become, and he wasn't before, he's allergic to strawberries. And I couldn't remember what you were allergic to. No, he, strawberries I can eat. Strawberries, like, uh, I used to just buy the containers of strawberries at the grocery store. He loved them, and he'd hammer them down or make fruit smoothies with them. He won't eat strawberries anymore. They make his throat feel constricted and super itchy. There it is. And that's what yours does? Yeah. Yep. It's an immune system reaction from what I read. Yeah, and uh, from what and I understand how to avoid it, so I haven't dug into it that much. I just know don't there's nothing fruit. I can do about it. Um, but yeah, don't eat it. And but cooked, it's okay because it breaks down the sugar that tends to set Break off your down. body. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Where, where, but you where, haven't uh, lived a sad, difficult life because of this. It's occasionally slightly disappointing. <laughs> Oh, there's raw apple on that salad. Yeah, I better skip it. That's about it. Okay. You allergic to anything? It's kind of a drag, though. My dad had that, too. Oh, really? It's hereditary. I'm allergic to pine. Pine? Fake Christmas trees. You're allergic to pine trees. Pine wood? Pine wood derby. You're allergic to... (laughs) Uh, I'm allergic to the pollen from from a pine tree. That's a very... That's got to have very little negative impact on your life. My first Christmas being placed next to the Christmas tree for a photo was a real fun time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That'd be rough. Mm-hmm. And hey, when I worked I am- at Trader Joe's and people would buy wreaths and then I grabbed them and it was a whole hive breakout. A lot of fun. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Nasty. What a unique allergy. Yeah. My wife wheezes and sneezes at pine trees, but doesn't have the like hives and stuff. I need to apologize for my misinformation and or disinformation. I guess at the American Allergy uh, American Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology says it's oral allergy syndrome. Um, your mouth and throat may become itchy after eating an apple or celery. It doesn't happen to me. Celery, celery birch tree pollen. If I had to live the rest of my life without celery, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> The most frequent symptoms of OAS include itchiness or swelling of the mouth, face, lips, tongue, and throat. You're no longer usually able to eat immediately kumquats, after. I'm afraid. Um, fun to say, fun to eat. The kumquat. Uh, generally a mild form of allergy. Rarely it can cause severe throat swelling leading to difficulty breathing. But it doesn't which usually is to be avoided. It doesn't usually kill people like a bee sting or something. 
No, no, it's not an anaphylactic thing. It's just a swelling of the throat lining. My dad got to the point once after eating a plum, I think, because uh, he decided to give it a try because uh, it had been a while since he'd, he'd eaten any. And he got to the point where he was wheezing audibly as he breathed, and they're about to take him to the emergency room when it seemed to ease off. Mm. Uh, but that's, right, that's like, scary. Well, heck yeah. I contacted both the doctors to see him uh, to look into it. Yeah, I was, I, I was or thought I was. No, I was allergic to wasp stings there for a while because I got stung so many times. This is a long time ago. Long time listeners know when I had a wasp in, is infestation at my home that drove me uh, to replace the roof at a cost of $75,000 because there was no oh. other way to get rid, rid of the wasps. Wow. Um, this is crazy, Katie. I called the county. I mean, I, w- I went through all these different, uh, like, exterminators or whatever. Couldn't do anything about it. Called the county. The county wouldn't walk up to my house. You couldn't go outside the house afternoon in the summertime. You had to stay in the house afternoon in the summertime. It was, like, it was like a black cloud of wasps. It was like something from a horror movie. It Ugh. was insane. And if you end ever end up with this problem, it's really, really hard to take care of. But anyway, I got stung so many times by a wasp that I became allergic to it. Like I got stung on the top of the foot and it swole way up. And um, I got stung on the nose and it swole way up. My eyes closed. And so there was concern that if I ever got stung again. And I had a friend whose friend died in San Diego. His brother, rather, died. He, he got, oh. got stung once by a wasp and he died right there Whoa. on the spot. His throat closed up. They couldn't get anybody there in time to help him. And he died. Which scared the crap out of me. So I got an EpiPen because the doctor said you're allergic to wasp venom. So then the next time I got stung, I went and stabbed myself with an EpiPen. And if you've never done that, that is something. That is not a non. That is not a non-event to take that thing and jab it into your leg because it gives you this incredible adrenaline thing that was just. I thought I was gonna die. I went to the ER because of the EpiPen. Yeah, that's wow. You don't want that. But since then, I've been stung by wasps and nothing happened, so I guess it went away. Um, if, if, I, if, if you were, like, for real, like my buddy's brother who died, uh, with a wife and kids in middle, like, he's, like, 30 years old. My God, tragedy. That's yes. awful. Just doing, like, lawn work, got stung by a wasp, died right there. But anyway, if you're one of those people, you have to carry an EpiPen everywhere you go all the time. It's like the nuclear football. I mean, it cannot be out of your sight. You know, I wish we had time. Michael was going to tell the story of when he got stung by bees on his hind end during a swingers party, an outdoor garden swingers party. But we just don't have time. Oh, come Sorry, on, Michael. really? We yeah. don't? <laughs> this would have been a good time to bring up that golf joke, too, Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not really. No, it's never a good time to bring up that joke. You're, the punchline being your stance is too wide. Right. <laughs> That's how we'll end today. <laughs> You know, I never got asked to be part of a threesome, so I guess I got gym work to do. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.